Thanks for tuning in. This episode was originally recorded for YouTube, so some references might be lost on listeners. To get the full experience and to view current episodes, go to youtube.com forward slash at Rob Talks Beer. That's youtube.com forward slash the at symbol Rob Talks Beer. All right, let's go to the episode. Hello and welcome to Rob from the Internet Talks About Beer, a show where we discuss different styles of beer, beer history, beer flavor profiles, we give shout outs to breweries we think uh, make exceptional beer, and we talk about whatever else happens to come to mind during the course of the conversation. I'm Rob from the Internet. Let's talk about beer. Uh, Joining me today is uh, one of my uh, recently acquired Twitter friends, Nick Cameron, uh, if you would, Nick, tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got into craft beer, and what you do when you're not talking or drinking craft beer. Uh, sure thing. Uh, the easiest way to describe how I got into craft beer was I realized mm-hmm. that one, and this is going to get really heavy really quick, but I'll quickly divert to, to fun things. Um, <laughs> based on my upbringing, I didn't realize one could drink beer without getting drunk. Had weird parents that liked to party all the time. Anyway, not the point. But then I decided I wanted to start trying to drink beer because I met my best friend who could drink without getting drunk. And he's like, I'm like, why do you do that? He's like, I like beer. I'm like, wait, what? You like beer? Beer tastes like ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, um, I tend to curse a little bit. On my podcast, oh, it's beer, metal, and swearing. That's fine. Uh, so. my, 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 my show is not funded nor monetized or in any way. It's strictly done because it's something I want to do. So if you drop, uh, if you drop swear words, including the F-bomb, hey, man, I don't care. That will I'd... happen because I've, I've, I've got a strong beer here, so it will. Anyway, so uh, I decided I wanted to drink beer, but I needed to be better than the people like my parents who drank shit beer. Like, uh, my father drank red, white, and blue, which you, oh, you're from Illinois. You're originally from Illinois. So you have heard of that. Your average person, however, has not heard of that. So I can describe it easily. Knock off PBR. Yes. (laughs) Not knock off PBR now where that's all, you know, cool and hipstery, but when it tasted like watered down pig swill, somebody decided, well, that stuff's just not cheap enough. Right. (laughs) And that's what my father drank. Uh, yeah, so, and then my mother would just drink, anyway, so I had to drink something better than that, and my my friend Chris, who is a minister, interestingly enough, before my wedding and my mother's funeral, to give you an idea of how close and, and long we've been together, um, introduced me to Schlafly Pale Ale. And Schlafly makes time, decent beer? Yes, they do. Amazing beers when they hit it. I mean, they're great company when they hit it awful when they don't you know like their oktoberfest some years is great some years is awful their scotch ale same difference anyway not the point so that was the, the it's the longest running craft beer brewery in st louis missouri and that was where i got started that was where i because at that time i thought a pale ale was rolling rock because it said <laughs> pale ale on the front right i didn't know it was an exceptionally pale lager because i was extraordinarily ignorant but as time went on, you know, I got more and more into import beer, into craft beer, and I have really kind of lost my taste for, for imports for the most part, except for, like, say, Joker IPA. Uh, I do totally dig Iron Maiden's The Trooper. Again, beer, metal, swearing. Um, <laughs> I did not like the the Trooper IPA, though. It was not hoppy enough for me, as we'll get into significantly, I'm sure, as this goes on. But when I am not drinking craft beer, I mean, the three biggest loves I have in this world apart from, you know, my wife and kid, are uh, hockey, which I'm wearing my uh, game-worn Peoria Rivermen jersey, the 2006-07 set one away Curtis Sanford game-worn, which was the last Rivermen jersey he wore before before becoming a full-time member of the St. Louis Blues. Long story there. I'm not going to get into it. Um, So it's hockey, music, preferably on vinyl. As you can see, I can right see you've got a nice collection there. of vinyl behind you. Yep. Yes. And beer. So, oh, wait a minute. That's not okay. 
Take out beer. We'll add video games because I mean it's supposed to be three things, not beer. So apologies. Whatever. <laughs> so if I would have known you were going to show up in your uh, Riverman's jersey, I would have worn my Ice Hogs jersey, seeing as I am from Rockford and and uh, I, I I don't know how many times they they have have beat the Rivermen, but uh, I, I'm sure they you know there's plenty of times they've beat the Rivermen, and and there's probably plenty of times the Rivermen have beat the Ice Hogs. So I mean, okay. in fairness, in <laughs> fairness. Had I known you were from Rockford, I would have worn my Missouri River Otters UHL jersey. Oh, ooh, gonna go UHL on me. I see. Yeah, well, I still could have worn an Ice Hogs jersey because they were UHL before they were AHL. <laughs> Correct. And every time I saw the, every time I went to Rockford and took in a game in the Big Orange Box, yes, <laughs> uh, it was always against the Missouri River Otters back in the U. So it, uh, we, the year. Rockford went to the went to the A was the year Peoria went to the A, maybe the year after. And that no, it was the year after same same year they went to the A, and the Missouri River Riders folded. Yeah. So I yeah, and now the <laughs> now the Rivermen uh, kind of folded too. Now they're in the SPHL, but it's not the same franchise. Uh, but gotcha. original, it's minor league hockey. Anybody who follows minor league hockey knows what in horrible cesspool that place is uh, yeah. full of mob ties and god only knows what else <laughs> god only knows what else yeah yeah i actually used to enjoy uh the the ice hogs when they were a uhl team more but then when they were an ahl because when they were a uhl man they used to get in fights all the time and then they moved oh, up to, yes they, they moved up to the ahl and suddenly they had a a yeah the conduct standard they had to live up to. And, 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 and I was like, Oh man, <laughs> for people, cause we look to be roughly the same age. And for people that aren't our age that watch hockey. Now you can never understand what hockey was like when I first, the first UHL game I went to actually, it might've been against the ice Sox. I think we won five to one in the river otters first season back in, in 2000. And the otters went up three nil. And then it was time for violence. Yeah. <laughs> Because back in those days, three nothing, game over, game yeah. always over. So you, now we send a message, and at that point in time, we had ex NHL enforcers on the team. We had uh, Darren Kimball, who played for the, who was an enforcer for the Blues and the and the Nordiques, on a double A team, just beating the crap out of young kids. Yep. Yeah. Because why not? Oh yeah, no, I mean. You know, that's that's what it's all about. Anyway, uh, so today we are going to be talking about uh, DIPAs or, or, or Imperial IPA or Double IPA, whatever you want to call it. Um, I am going to be drinking a local one, seeing as I'm now located in Canada. I'm going to be, be drinking one from Muskoka Brewery called Twice as Mad Tom. So it's a uh, it's a dry hopped uh imperial ipa so it's going to be really hoppy uh, and anyone who really knows me knows this is really not my style but i'm taking one for the team <laughs> <laughs> well i i apologize for that i am drinking personally uh and i like the term d-i-p-a that's just me uh, i am drinking a which is this is actually my favorite beer period it is only available in st louis it is brewed about a boot. It's, it's brewed a boot. <laughs> a boot. Uh, a boot. About. It's it's brewed a boat. It's brewed a boat. Two two miles from my house at uh, Urban Chestnut Brewing. Oh yeah, I know Urban on, Chestnut. Uh, Locust. I'm actually going there next week with my best friend. We're going to go to the best steakhouse and get giant porterhouse steaks, and then we're going to head over to uh, UCBC and get a couple of giant Oktoberfest beers while we still can. And it uh, it is a ten percent double IPA. Ooh, that to get the that... logo. That's a heavy hitter. Mine, mine only comes in at like eight point four. So uh, it, it, it's at the bottom. It's at the bottom level of what what is considered a double IPA. And it's a pint. And it, yeah, well, as is mine. I mean, tall boy can. Um, that's that's common. Um, even even with the uh, the aluminum shortage, it's still a common thing up here. Is the tall boy can. Uh, I actually actually prefer the shorter cans for most beers because then I can have more of them and I can I I, I can have a wider variety of beers in a single session. Uh, I don't I don't have to have a beer and a half every time I have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the tall boy cans because it slows me down. Um, in the last year and a half in the pandemic, 
you know, there's just been a lot of boredom and not going anywhere. Right. So, oh, and I, when you're not doing any, especially when I was working from home, when I was working from home, I was probably having five a day. Yeah. I, I every day it's, I work from home permanently. So yeah, I understand completely, you know, four thirty hit and it wasn't okay. Four thirty hit drive home. It's, Four thirty hit. Okay, let me uh, turn on Monster Hunter and crack open a beer, <laughs> and then five o'clock, and I'm like, "Wow, I don't need to cook dinner for another hour." All I guess, right, give me another one. I guess I'll have another beer. <laughs> right, and so I liked the. So I started drink, drinking more pints at that point because it, 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 it was a great compromise in my mind. Yeah, no, I'm still I, drinking. I'm still drinking beer. Right, but, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking less. Yeah, so I have the. Uh... The fortunate or unfortunate uh, advantage that, uh, one, I work from home on a permanent basis, two, I brew beer, and three, I live 10 minutes from a fantastic brewery uh, that I went to today during my lunch hour for my normal job and picked up two growlers of what's left of their uh, their Martzen, their Oktoberfest beer. Um, Very nice. Yeah. Um, I live within, let me think, in driving distance, there is UCBC. There is um, civil life. Uh, St. Louis is now above pre-prohibition levels. Yeah, well, how, uh, we are not. We you've got what you've got four paddles. Um, what else? Four hands. Four, four hands. That's what it is. Four hands. Um, Which actually is a cousin. It's my wife's cousin's cousins on the other side. <laughs> oh, so you've got a little bit of it in there. <laughs> No, because it's a Catholic family and there's 700 cousins. <laughs> so I got nothing. I'm also, I'm not a big, all the forehands is well within driving. It's well within distance. It's, uh, I pass it on my way home every day. I mean, it's, it's one, it's two exits down the highway and I, everybody loves them and they're a great brewery, but they don't fit my taste because they love to do wacky things like peanut butter stout. And I'm like, I'm, okay, I don't, I don't need that. Uh, like the Hellas episode, I like my beer to be beer flavored, not blueberry flavored. And their their Divided Sky IPA is all right. Their Ruination IPA is all right. It's a little bit too light for me. I mean, if you take a look at this one, this is a pretty dark copper color. Oh, that's IPA. a lovely copper color. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Cascade, Chinook, and I forget the other hops. It doesn't have Noble, which is unfortunate. Noble is my favorite. Noble and Cascade are my favorite hops. It does have a very strong, strong malt backbone, giving it an amazing mouthfeel, which takes some of the bitterness away. It's it's almost the kind of IPA that you would give somebody to introduce them to the style, a lot like Hop Slam. Hop Slam was my in. Gotcha. Because I I didn't know what an IPA was, you know, as we all know now, because we're all nerds about this, we've gone crazy. It's the, the the beers to be exported to India back in the time when it took six months to get beers to, to India. India. Right. Because they didn't have any breweries yet. So the, what they did was they quintupled, doubled the hops. Well, in America, we do everything four to five times as much as need be. America. Fuck yeah. America. Oh, yeah. So we took the, the humble 4.5 uh, India, India export pale ale and went, you know what that could use? Way fucking more booze. <laughs> and now we have the American DIPA. Right. So, yeah. So mine, mine, uh, mine, mine isn't as dark as yours. Mine comes in more of a, um, uh, of an orangish amber color. Um, but holy cow, is it grapefruit, orange, and pine on the nose? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's my allergies or if there's just not much of an aroma. I don't know. Let, I'm going to, I'm going to blame my allergies. Let, it's, it's, let's, I mean, this is, let's blame. Yeah. Man. Let's blame your allergies, man. <laughs> yeah. So this one, this one, uh, the aroma, I mean, it is like, I'm getting like the, the grapefruit rind. Like if you were to take grapefruit and kind of like peel off some of the rind and sniff that kind of an orangey citrusy. And then you know, you got that that piney the the piney aroma, which is typical of, of an of a, a real IPA, and then um, a little bit, but not not a whole lot of like that kind of alcohol scent. You know, mm -hmm. you know, like if yeah, that this has none of that. And by sniffing the can, getting the real concentrated, it is the allergies. I learned by sniffing a can i have never sniffed a can here we are um can sniffer hey new days new days <laughs> and 
Well, it's better than the other things I could be sniffing, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> unless we, unless somebody needs me to. Still, no, still no. But it's got a very strong malt smell, which for an IPA is exceptionally odd. But I think that comes down to what St. Louis is. The smell of St. Louis is pollution and burning malts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get that. I mean... I mean, if your beer is based off of uh, off of a traditional English IPA, it's going to have a very malt uh, heavy backbone. Um, if, right. if 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 it's more of a West Coast, it's going to be a lot more bitter. If it's an East Coast, obviously it's going to be a lot more fruity. But if the base the base recipe is based off of an old school English IPA, which in my opinion is the only real IPA. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. So what you're going to say is the Midwest coast IPA is not a thing. Not a thing. Nope. Uh, okay. Well, uh, urban chestnut disagrees because <laughs> they have the Midwest coast fantasy land IPA, <laughs> which is not quite as, as heavy as this one, but still delicious. Yeah. So it, it, in my eyes, the only real IPA is an old school English IPA where you've got that heavy malt backbone with that bitter finish and punch you in the mouth at the end. Look, I love a good green King IPA. But this is better than a Green King. This is even better than the Joker Scottish IPA, which is one of my absolute favorites. Unfortunately, I can't get it here anymore. For some reason, they decided to stop sending us Scottish beers. Hey, you don't need them. You got enough breweries there. <laughs> I'm going to heartily disagree because a, <laughs> Bellhaven, a Bellhaven Scottish Ale is just delightful. And, you know, if Iron Maiden is going to make all these styles of beer, which most of them Frankly, aren't that good. Why don't they make a Scottish ale? I mean, help me out here. Although we have, uh, we have uh, in St. Louis, we have the lo the oldest FM radio station, KC95, and their current KC95 beer by Imperium Brewing is a Scottish ale. I had a six pack. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for people who might be interested, the proper glassware for an IPA or a double IPA is a tulip glass. Uh, I, I am drinking mine out of a Teku glass, which is technically a tulip-style glass, but it's a little more angular, uh, so you get the same same, same kind of characteristic. Um, temperature that it should be served at is 50 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit for you non-metric people, which is 10 to 12 degrees Celsius in real degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow, somebody has gone native. Oh, well, so so here's the thing. Uh, all, growing up and all through school and college, I was a science major. So I learned both Fahrenheit and Celsius. So when I moved to Canada, it was no big deal for me to switch over from, from, from uh, imperial to metric units. Um, so oh, I, I used to do a lot of business in Canada. I'm in, I'm in sales. When I, the, my, my vocation is sales. My avocation is podcasting and beers and music. Yep. But... I used to do a lot of work in Canada because there weren't, you know, at the time I sold steel pipe, I sold very specialized steel pipe and there weren't a whole lot of, there wasn't a whole lot of competition. So I had to be able to convert metric to, I had to be able to convert Fahrenheit to Celsius immediately. The one thing I didn't understand is Canadians use of the humidex. So I can remember talking to people in Calgary and like, no, it, it gets to 40 degrees up here. And I'm like, huh, really? That's like 102. Right. They're like, well, with the humidex. With the humidex, yeah. And I'm like, now for Americans, that means heat index. Right, the heat index is the humidex, yeah. It's just a different term for the same type of thing. Right, but I didn't know that. But eventually I figured this out, and my Canadian friends all do it that way. They go by the heat index. And I'm like, no, dude, it gets to 110 just here. Yep. Then we get the heat index. So we get to like 125. Right, right. Yeah. Comparatively. Yeah, I, I, I still. And down to negative 30, negative 30 Fahrenheit in the winter. So right. It is just awful. Here. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm from Illinois. I, I'm used to that. You know, the hottest of the hot, the coldest of the cold. And, and everybody's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I talking about? It's negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit in Rockford, Illinois, because we get the wind coming from the north, and there's no, oh, yeah. there's literally no hills to stop anything. It's flatland. <laughs> so yeah, that's exactly how it is down yep. here. Except we get hotter than Rockford. Did. Right? Yeah, because you're south. Because if you, <laughs> right, we're right in the middle. So if you go, the first, like case in point, the first time I went to Quad City for a hockey game, I remember getting out of the car. We had been driving for two hours. We get out of the car, and it was the first time I had ever really driven north. 
Yeah, I get north. out of the car. I'm like, holy <laughs> hell, it's cold. I mean, yeah, at the time, north. It was it was a hundred miles north of St. Louis. Right. Really north, you know. Well, we hadn't even gotten to Iowa yet. I have been to Canada since then. So I mean I've been north, but that, this wasn't that time. And uh, but it was it dropped ten degrees. Yep. 10, 15 degrees in an hour. And now if you drive an hour south, it jumps up ten to fifteen degrees. Yep. In the very bottom of Missouri, you can grow cotton. And in the very top of Missouri, you can die of hypothermia. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, ha- having lived in Hannibal, Missouri, I lived in the middle, and and I can tell you that it got both. <laughs> That's how we get here. It, you know, we always have a really strong hot snap and a really strong cold snap. Yep. Where we get to, you know, we we do go to negative thirty, not windshield, but negative thirty, yep. all the way up to one hundred and fifteen. So yeah. In this city, we have a 145-degree swing and a fuckload of potholes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, 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 funny thing, where I... A metric fuckton. A metric fuckton, yes. So, where I moved mm-hmm. to in Canada, I actually only moved about 105 miles north and 350 miles east. I'm actually... Uh, where I live in Canada is actually lower than, than the entire state of Minnesota. I'm... Uh, Latitude-wise, I'm on par with uh, Milwaukee. So the weather the weather didn't change at all for me moving here. <laughs> so let me see. You're not in Sarnia. Uh, no, I, I am. I am. I am east. I'm gonna I, wait. I, wait. I, I'm in, uh, to quote John Cleese in the cheese shop. I'm inclined to guess. So I, I know Canadian geography way better than every American who's not a hockey player. Uh, I am gonna make the guess that you're near Kitchener. Uh, Close. I am in Brantford, home home of home, Wayne Gretzky. Home of Wayne Gretzky and and headquarters for the Zamboni Corporation. Uh, you are forgetting somebody very important, but I forgot his name. So I need to <laughs> so, so you've forgotten it as well. <laughs> no, I haven't. I can remember his face. Uh, oh God! Hang on, hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. What happened to the NHL? Why aren't they fighting anymore? Uh, so, so for anybody oh, interested, God. I am drinking twice as mad Tom. Um, the malts in, involved are Maris Otter, two row pale male, two two row pale ale malt. Uh, hops include Millennium, Chinook, Columbus, and Cascade. Um, food pairings that go well with this style of beer are grilled meats such as pork chops, uh, pulled pork. Sharp cheeses and Indian cuisine because the uh, the spiciness of the Indian cuisine would be cut by the uh, bitterness of the beer. <laughs> uh, it was Mike. Be- uh, I'm sorry, uh, Tim Henderson of uh, the Laval Chiefs, which nobody's ever heard of unless you're from Quebec or you're a big hockey fan. Yeah, I do not know who that is. So <laughs> the LNAH is. Mostly was a league where they would have seven to eight fights a game. Gotcha. And so there was a documentary done by one of the players' brothers on a part, not even the whole goon squad, because they had eight dudes, <laughs> but on some of the goon squad for an entire season. And it is it is the most gut-wrenching movie on minor league hockey anybody can watch. <laughs> He is from Brantford. Gotcha. So. Yeah. So, so, oh, uh, uh, another thing in case anybody's interested, uh, Brantford has the most, uh, the, the highest number of Tim Horton restaurants per capita of any city in Canada. <laughs> we, uh, we used to have Tim Hortons and then Burger King America bought Tim Hortons America. They did. And they told our franchisee who was going to do 50 restaurants. Oh yeah, you. We're not going to honor your old agreement. You have to honor the new agreement. He's like, nope, got a contract. And they said, all right, we're taking away your store here. Oh wow, how about your contract now? That's all right. And eventually, we ran. I out. mean, Tim Hortons isn't all that great uh, up here. It's mainly a nist- heartily disagree. It's, it's a nostalgia thing up here for people. I mean, the food, the food is mediocre. The coffee. Well, I'm not a, really a coffee drinker, so I can't really speak to it. But everyone I've talked to said the coffee used to be good. Now it's not. Uh, so <laughs> I really like their vanilla iced coffee, and I can't get that anymore. The food, yeah, the food is well, mediocre. I mean, it's fast. Yeah, it's food. fast. I mean, well, I mean, you know, you know how you you solve your problem of not being able to get that uh, Tim Hortons fix that you've got. Just come to Canada. 
<laughs> I have been trying. I don't think, well, border, it's hey, not going to happen hey, now. Hey, borders are open. Don't you dare say you can't get up here. <laughs> I, uh, I've been trying to convince my wife even to go on vacation up there. You know, she's like, where's our next fun vacation? I need something to look forward to. I'm like, Toronto. She's like, why? It's not Nova Scotia. Hey, the, 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 I have this desire to go to Halifax. I can't I have, really I have it. friends in Halifax. I have friends in New Brunswick. So, yeah, I, I understand. Um, does your wife like wine? I don't. Oh, uh, no. well, I was going to say. You could you could spin that angle because we're only where I live. We're only an hour from Canada's wine country, and there are some fantastic wineries up here. I'm only thirty minutes from Missouri's wine country, which rivals California's. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> However, the idea of drinking wine at a winery in Canada in August does sound a little bit better than doing that here. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Also. Also, wine country in Canada is also prime beer country in Canada. <laughs> yeah, one of my well, winery that I would love to go to, um, they do wine and beer. They And they have some amazing beer. They have a gun, Gunslinger Double IPA, and I totally have forgotten. I blanked on their name. Uh, and then Tin Mill Brewing is also in Herman, Missouri, which is the heart of Missouri's wine country. Um, we went We went down there once for a wedding. And we what we had time, so we ended up going to the Tin Mill Brewery uh, restaurant, which nice. is nice. But nice, yeah. It's it, beer and wine is pretty much all over here. Uh, yeah, so that wouldn't work. <laughs> so um, I've been trying to convince her to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame though, because I didn't. The last time I was in Buffalo, I didn't go partially because she wasn't there. Well, I, I, are are you talking the Hockey Hall of Fame in the United States? Or the real, oh, or the real hockey hall of fame here in Canada. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, the Canadian one. I'm sorry. When you said the real one, I, I you know, I, I didn't know that there was an American one. <coughs> I guess there has. Yeah, to be there is. I mean, who the hell would get it? <laughs> right? No, the the one in Toronto, yeah, is and, and literally, it's I, I don't know what Toronto's like uh, an hour and a half from Buffalo, so. <laughs> yeah, it's like ninety minutes, and every time I've been to Buffalo, I. You know, always went over into Canada. The first time we drove, instead of driving back through the States, we drove back through Canada. My wife was like, why do you want to do that? I'm like, well, we drove to Buffalo because you're seven months pregnant. And now there's Canada. So let's drive through Canada. She's like, don't you want to do that when we have more time? You're going to kick out a kid here in three months. (laughs) When is that time coming? In 18 years. (laughs) Response. We can drive through Canada. <laughs> so that's why I know where Sarnia yes. is. Uh, Sarnia, Sarnia slash Port Huron, you know, depending on which side of the border you're on, uh, is actually uh, the way I, I take uh, when I go back to visit friends and family in Illinois. I, I, I take, uh, well, take uh, 69 uh, through Michigan, which, uh, you know, over to 94 and 94 to 90 into Rockford. So... <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so we, we did that. Stopped in London to go to the beer store. Holy crap, I dropped like 60 bucks. At the time, I'm walking up going, oh my God, I can't believe I spent so much money. Because the taxes are so high, but it pays for health care. So, I mean, it all yep. works out. Actually, well, not for me anymore, because my, my new job actually pays for my health care, which is weird. First job I've ever had nice. to did that. But but I, I, as I'm getting into the car, I'm like, oh, wait, it's Canadian. Yeah, yeah and... It was still a lot. Well, but it was depending crazy. on when it was, it was it was it was somewhere in the neighborhood of actually about half of what you thought you spent. <laughs> no, no, actually, it was closer to. Okay, par. so it was back. It was um, it was during that that brief period where it was pretty much on par with the U.S. dollar. Yes, the when it because at the time again I was in I was in sales and I was doing a lot of work in Canada because you had NAFTA, you had all that business going on. And we had specialized stuff. And they were like, yeah, sure, we'll buy it from the States. Who cares? And I made so much money. It was great. And then it went back to normal and it was hard. But, yeah, so it was it was around that time. So, yeah, this would have been uh, November of 2010, yeah. which was still yeah. – it wasn't par at that point. But it, was, but it wasn't the usual 75%. Right. It was – Closer to eighty-seven percent. Yeah, and I think I think right now we're somewhere in the neighborhood of seventy-eight to eighty percent 
Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, a little high, but not, when, not crazy. when I, when I moved here, I was actually still working for a U.S. company and uh, I was working remotely and it was, it was absolutely fantastic. I was making my U.S. salary and, and uh, living in Canada. So it was like getting a 30% pay raise. <laughs> <laughs> that would be lovely. I've never had that. Uh, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was nice, you know, so I'd get my paycheck and, and I'd, I'd, I'd have it transferred up to my uh, Canadian account and it'd, it'd go from, so my paycheck, you know, I don't know, it was $2,200 US or whatever for, for every two weeks. I'd get it transferred up to the Canadian and it'd be like $3,500. I'm like, oh, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> An old friend of mine um he uh, he brought his Canadian girlfriend down from from Windsor. She was a Windsor girl, and she was a DJ at a strip club, as you do. And he ends up bringing her down to the States. And he was telling me when he used to go visit her, he said, the greatest thing in the world is when you walk up in Canada, and they tell you it's $23, you hand them a 20, and they give you right. back change. <laughs> so, so when I was first dating my wife... Uh, we went to uh, there's a there's a fair in Toronto uh, every year, uh, and, and people will know I'm not from from Canada because I say Toronto with the actual T at the end there instead of Toronto. Wait, no, is it not? No, no, they, they say, say like Toronto or, or things like that. You know, they kind of blend it together. Mm. But uh, we went to this uh, agricultural fair called the Royal, and uh, there was a vendor there who had handmade leather luggage and and purses and things like that. And she was going to buy this purse that was, I don't know, it was like 200 bucks Canadian. I'm like, no, 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 let, let, let me buy it with my American money. And it ended up being like, you know, $90. <laughs> now, it's, it's similar. It's similar because my, my wife and I will vacate. We vacation in Mexico from time to time, partially because I speak fluent Spanish. Hola! Which makes it. <laughs> Hola, que tal? Como esta? Está bien? Yo estoy bien. Estoy tomando una cerveza muy bien de, de mi ciudad. Anyway, not the point. And you have it, so you always have to do the, the, it's like 12 bucks. It's like 13, 12, 13, 14, 12 to 14 pesos per dollar. Now, the only time that's ever caused a problem was when I was negotiating a taxi fare in Spanish and I got the number. <laughs> so, did not end well. In fact, I spent all of our spending money for that trip to town. In the tech. Way to go. And yeah, I, oh yeah, I really nailed it that day. Uh, heard about it a lot for some reason. Don't know why. Then the second, then the last time we were there, we found an ATM. We had never used an ATM in, in Mexico. And so you had to like calculate how much the fee was. <laughs> this ATM was specifically put there for Americans. The fee was $20 American. And I went, well, I do want those tacos. <laughs> How bad do you want tacos? <laughs> do you want? Uh, I had sea bass, sea bass and marlin nice. tacos down there on that trip. I had never had sea bass or marlin. And I have been pining for those tacos ever since. Because then like two months later, the pandemic started. So yep. shit. Uh, hopefully, you know, we'll get back there. Our, our next trip is going to be back down. To the same area we went to. Um, we're going to go to Guadalajara next time. Because I want to go to a Shiba State Guadalajara nice. soccer match. And probably wear a jersey and get beat up. So, <laughs> just just show up wearing like a, you know, uh, what, a Liverpool or. A... <laughs> no, Shivas is my Mexican <laughs> team. Um, we're getting we're getting an MLS team in 2023. So the only problem is the name is... Uh, I was hoping they were going to be called uh, St. Louis, uh, you know, STL City FC. They, <clears throat> they went with St. Louis City SC. Soccer club instead of football club? Yeah, that's not bad. But I mean, but say that. Say that out loud. Enunciate and say it. <laughs> so so what did you say? It was this ST. Oh, St. St. Louis, Louis City SC. City SC. <laughs> no, you, you left a couple out. St. Louis City SC. Or as I call them, the St. Louis City Cobra Commanders. 
those Cobra Commanders. GI <laughs> Joe. Too many yeah, sibilants. it's very, it's very, it's it's uh, very. What's what's the word for it? Sibilance. It's got a lot of sibilance. Sibilance. Yes, it's it's very. This is clearly a poorly pressed vinyl record towards the end of the end of the side where you get the. <laughs> Why would they go with SC instead of FC? Everyone on the fucking planet uses FC. <laughs> no, no, there are SCs. Not many. The The Division Two team we had was um, STLFC, you know, right. football club. And we are, St. Louis is like the American soccer capital. You know, the only time we ever beat a European club, five of the 11 starters are from the hill. You know, you can go to any restaurant on the hill and you see pictures of those guys, even now. And I, I, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Although, personally, I say soccer because I once heard an Irishman explain that the term soccer came from FA Association. Because in the late 1800s, they had two sports called football in England, rugby and soccer. Right. So... Soccer became soccer because of it said F A A S S A S S O C. As opposed to, you know, if you're talking to somebody from Ireland, then there's also Celtic football, which is completely different from, from football. And then there's Australian yeah, Aust football, which is completely different and than And then there's all of Canadian it. football where there's an extra, the best where there's kind, an extra the five best kind yards. Of like, <laughs> no, they, no, wait, no, they have an extra 10 yards long. Extra 20 yards wide, <laughs> extra dude on the field, one less down. So cover more ground, do it faster. Here's an extra guy. And we're going to give you a point if you get a touchback. So, you know, so here's yeah. the point where, where people realize, I don't follow a lot of sports. I know a little bit about hockey, and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I follow hockey. I follow the Blues pretty religiously. It, it's actually something that my wife and I bonded over when we first started dating. When we first started dating, the Blues were in the toilet. They had just come off the first uh, first overall pick of, of the entire franchise. They had finished last and traded <laughs> off everybody, and you know they sold the team. So nobody gave two. It, it was the next year that we met, and nobody gave two craps about the team at that point. the The year they they got the first round pick and finished last, I had an in where I got free tickets nice. to Blues games. The I met a guy who. His part of his PR job was to give away a pair of tickets to every Blues game. He's like, I can't do you first because I got to spread it around. But I'll, you know, if I don't get any takers, you can go. So I'm guessing I was like sixth or seventh on the list. I don't, I don't know. He never told me. I went to thirty games that year. That's a fair amount of games. <laughs> That's seventy percent right? of them. So can't ask you every day. I'll ask you if nobody else will take them. And I went to seventy percent of them. He couldn't couldn't give them away. So the next year, I had a I had a ten game pack, and one of our first dates was actually going to going to a game, and that. So it's always been kind of our thing. And she's gone to Peoria Rivermen game with me. Not many. She went to the St. Charles Chill games. Not many. Uh, St. Louis Junior Blues. And I mean, hockey has always been a big part of our life. Our daughter played hockey for four years. Wish she would go back, but yeah, well, can't yeah. Her, so. Kids, kids change their mind. As for as for Canadian football, I like to talk about how I follow it and love it so much. Uh, if hockey's not on, <laughs> I watch it. Maybe if I remember. Um, I've been working on picking up my my team that I followed for the past four years. I've almost settled on Saskatoon or Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah, almost, almost. Not yeah. My best friend follows the Elks. Another friend of mine is a big fan of the Tiger Cats. That's. That that's that's know. the the local team here is the Tiger Cats the Tie Cats, uh, there th so mm -hmm. that just seems like the dumbest name conceivable. So I, I can't bring myself. <laughs> Tigers are hey, cats. hey hey. I mean nothing. I mean we 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 call them puppy dogs and kitty cats, which is also redundant. So why not Tiger Cats? I don't call my cats. Well, kitty okay, cats. you might be the exception, but a fair majority of people call them kitty cats, and they call them. All right, okay. I'll give and they call the and, and, you know, and you they say puppy this... dog, which is oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. Now, however, every time I've gone to the zoo and gone to the 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 wild the big cat country here in the St. Louis Zoo, which is it's a, top a five fantastic zoo, zoo. one of the top five that's free, and the only one in the top five in America that's free. 
But moving forward, I have never gone to wild big cat country or whatever the hell it's called because I haven't been there in 10 years. I have never been there and heard anybody say, look at the tiger cats. Look at the panther cats. No look one the says lion that. cats. <laughs> <laughs> look at those leopard cats. They're so much faster than the, they're almost as fast <laughs> as the cheetah cats. No, no, it's not. It's like. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I'm going to drive my Toyota yeah, my car. Toyota car. I'm going to drive right. my I'm going to drive That's my right. Prius car. Nobody says that. Okay. So no, no. I'm going to no, I'm going to drive my Prius vehicle. <laughs> Got to take it back a little bit farther. So, yeah. So so I'm not going to follow the Thai cats. <laughs> but well, I actually was in when I was in Sarnia. Um there were a but it was on Sunday. We're we're driving almost out. My wife looks up and she goes, "Okay, we're about to leave Canada. Do you need to do anything else?" I had gotten poutine. I had gone to the beer store, so I was good. And I'm like, no, but I could go for having a beer at a bar here. She's like, all right, fine, go to Sarnia. I'm like, well, I hope the bars are open on Sundays up here. Because they were for a long time in, in Missouri, they weren't. Because we had the, the blue laws yes. down here, thanks yes. to uh thanks to the very, very, you know, not corrupt Southern Christians that we had in Missouri. But moving forward, so we end up in this bar and there's in in the in the behind the bar it was all NFL games. And on the TVs outside of the bar, it was all Canadian football games. But nobody in the bar was watching the Canadian football game but me. <laughs> and then there was an, a random English guy in like one of those with one of those English pint glasses with the handle and like the yeah. little scales on it. Which I have no idea what that's even about. I, I'm sure you could probably teach me, but I think I don't want to know. I think I'm happier that way. But it was like the one guy walking around. Oh, your boy, is your shit a game? And everybody else is just, you know, drinking Molson's or, or, or Labatt's or whatever. But it was just the weirdest scene I have. One of the weirdest scenes I've ever seen in my life. And nobody talked <laughs> to me. Well, I mean, that's Sarnia. So, um, so get it, get bringing things up, bringing things in just a little bit, bring them back towards more beer. Um, would you say, what, what would enough. you say your favorite beer style is? Is it uh, IPA? My favorite beer style is the IPA. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't put a whole lot of differentiation between the styles of IPA. Uh, there is the Scottish IPA, which almost no one's heard of because there's only like four. And then, you know, there's the double IPA, the Imperial IPA, the extra IPA, or the regular IPA. And then there's now the Session IPA. I mean, there's, it's the only, the only ones I really don't like are dry. I don't like dry hopped anything. And oh, and then there's now the hazy IPA, which that's just uh, I'm not yeah, a big that's fan just of the those new, new England IPA slash hazy IPA. It's 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 for it, uh, it's the IPA to, for people who don't like IPA. Uh, okay, well, I like IPAs and I hate them, so there that checks out. Um, going back to Forehands, they had one called um, Warhammer Warhammer Double IPA. The, it's a hazy double IPA. I took a drink out of that, and my heartburn was so bad after <laughs> one sip, I thought I was having a heart attack. Uh, and I'm loath to admit, but I finished it <laughs> in the rest of the four pack. It was fifteen bucks. I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to throw it away. But yes, the IPA is my favorite style. Um, I have actually had probably too many IPAs in the past year and a half, and have forgotten to branch out. Um, Told, I, I get choice paralysis. So, like, my favorite stores are Trader Joe's and Aldi's to go grocery shopping. And, and to be to be fair, it's... Trader Joe's and Aldi, both owned by the same family, by the way. Uh, ha, ha, Correct. Same family, ha, different companies. Have a decent selection of beers. And they have their own their own uh, store brand beers. Trader yeah, Joe's well, Trader is Joe's better. Is better. But uh, they have their own selection of alcohols, which are their store brands, but they are made by major alcohol producers. I have a six-pack of Bosun Double IPA from Trader Joe's in my fridge right now, and I had one when I got home. That was my just got nice. home from work beer. Um, what I meant by Trader Joe's is better is their beer no. selection is better. The it, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a better it's a better variety of beer that they have at Trader Joe's as well. Yes, it's their their in house brands are better, and their outhouse brands. Their outhouse brands. I mean, they, what, they, you they, they do not the, the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, 
Oh, I am from Missouri. I mean, I got family in the Taking middle of the Taking a shit so. and drinking a beer at the same yeah. time while wiping your ass with the Sears catalog? <laughs> okay, one, that's disgusting. But two, I have had a shower beer in Mexico. <laughs> it, I mean, it was open bar all week. So, yeah, I wasn't going to miss out on that. I, 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 don't, I never have a real problem with drinking until it, it's free. The moment it becomes free, that's when I become... Yeah, the floodgates gosh. open, and you're like, fuck it, I'm all oh, over this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in Mexico, I paid for this, so yes, I'm getting... I gotta get a bargain. It's like going to a buffet, right? I go to a buffet, not as much anymore, because I've gotten older, and I'm not gonna say wiser, but... Fatter. fatter. Yes. So I, I, I can I completely relate with that. <laughs> look, I'm not wearing the hockey jersey, so you can't see my spectacular... <laughs> middle-aged physique that is definitely not the reason um but i used to go there how many animals can i eat how i think my record was eight and it, it becomes the same way with with, with free beer but where was I? I don't know i don't know go ahead but yeah well, that, that that's the beauty of this show uh so you you tend to get lost off in tangents but you know, as long as we uh, as long as we relate it back to beer somehow, it's it, it's all good. So yeah, can I actually? I forgot to do something when I was introducing myself. Can I talk about my absolutely for plug a yourself? Shameless self promotion is 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 hardly encouraged. <laughs> Let me talk about one of my podcasts. I have two. They're similar. You listen to one. We we talk about them both from time to time. I am the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast which is a heavy metal, primarily heavy metal history podcast. Right now we are in the middle of finishing up our history of King's X of the 90s. We started doing a series where we talk about a band for an entire decade. So we do a 90s band, an 80s band, a 70s band. We are finishing up uh, the last episode of King's X actually will post on Friday. You can get Glacially Musical podcast with an R because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I like to misspell. I like to mispronounce things. That's like my, it's my charm. Like we eat heart darks and, you know, if things aren't unfortunate. They're unfortunate to not say. I mean, it's just, it's me making fun of the coastal elites who who pronounce everything differently. Because as I as I like to joke about myself, I am the Midwest coastal elite. <laughs> and the the Glacier Musical Podcast basically it comes down to beer, metal, and swearing. It is my good friend Kifi Chakas who gets a different name every week. And last week he was Keefy Ch Ch Changes. Ch Ch Changes. Correct. I really took him off guard with that one. He he's been uh, Keefy Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever I think of, it's got to be a K or a sh sound because it, it's funny. And you know, we 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 have a beer check in every week. We have a vinyl check in every week, and then we talk about whatever we're doing. Uh, starting next week, we're beginning our series on Quiet Riot of the eighties. I mean. We've is there any done... other quiet riot really? <laughs> yeah, yes and no. <laughs> We're actually going to start in the 70s. They did two albums. No. D don't Rand don't don't go there. Featuring Randy right. Rhodes. Randy <laughs> don't go Rhodes. there, man. <laughs> oh no, we're we we have to. We're going to no stone unturned, no troll <laughs> left behind. And so we're going to probably talk, we're going to gloss over those. We're going to talk about, you know, obviously their big album, Metal Health. And we're <laughs> going to go into the leaner years and breakups and, and shakeups and whatever. We've also done Metallica of the 90s. We did Iron Maiden of the 80s and Black Sabbath nice. of the 70s. So it's, it's the way we do this is we're doing 90s, 80s, 70s. And uh, these episodes post every day, every Friday. Uh, actually, Thursday night, so that way I can start sharing them early. I understand. And uh, you can get it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, wherever. you find podcasts. Check it out. The whole, pretty much. I mean, the whole goal is us just being silly, talking about music, and uh, the the finishing tagline of the show actually is "It doesn't play in Peoria." <laughs> it doesn't play in Peoria. Says the guy wearing a Peoria do you, do you, hockey jersey. Do you know that joke? That is an old. That is an old TV axiom where it's, will it play? When they were talking about what shows they would put on network television, will it play in Peoria? Uh, I was not aware. I was that not was aware axiom. of that. <laughs> if it plays in Peoria, it'll play everywhere. 
Yeah, Peoria. For those who don't know, Peoria is Illinois' stinkiest city ever. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. The stinkiest cities in Illinois are in southern Illinois, where I used to live. <laughs> um, that's where, once I cross over, it's like, oh, we're in stink state. Uh, one of my coworkers is, is from Alton, Alton Illinois. Alton, yes. One of the northernmost suburbs. And so I, I, he doesn't like it, but I call him a stink stater. <laughs> I mean, where I used to live in Illinois, when the wind blew east, you smelled right? only pig shit. And when it blew west, you smelled. So, <laughs> I don't know. I was so happy that the pig shit stopped. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Well, man, you know, you know, Nick, we have we have been uh, nattering on for fifty minutes here. I no, do, no, 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 that's fine. That's what the show is all about. It's all about people just kind of hanging out and talking beer-related things. Uh, if we go off on tangents, we do. But we are at the point where I have to say, hey, this is the end of the show. If you enjoyed. I know that, that feeling. I know. I know. I, I got to do the same. And I appreciate. Thank you very much for having me. I absolutely love this. Uh, you are welcome to have oh, me you know, I, I, I will take you up on that. Uh, so if you. In- and I will. And you can pick awesome. the style. Awesome. So it, it'll it'll probably be something that you completely hate and have probably never heard of. But hey, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, I used to write, and when I used to be a food blogger, I've done a little bit of everything. And when I was a food blogger, my father in law and I, whom actually I didn't speak about, well, that's shocking. I was I had like lots of stories lined up, but I was talking about myself. Sorry, about way that. to be a Anywho, narcissist. So. <laughs> can't help it. I love the sound of my own voice. I mean, it's awful. That's why I try to speak a little bit deeper. <laughs> Thank but, you. Thank you very much. Um, we, uh, Bob and I had a beer column on my, my food blog called Beer Squared, where we would do, and I think we did 50 posts of just random different styles. We Because he had a beer fridge of epic proportions. And so we would just go down there and pick like four or five, and then we would nice through them. So and the entire time he knew me, I think Bob was only drunk five times, and they were all when I was around. <laughs> cool. Right. And I will yeah, shut uh, up now, I promise. Sure, sure, sure you Please will. Please mute me. But, yeah, so uh, if if you uh, watched this far into the episode and you enjoyed it, Please click like. Uh, if you're generous, please subscribe and click the little bell to be notified when new episodes come out. If you have a question for me or a question for Nick, please leave it in the comment section below, and I'll be sure to forward anything to him that needs to be forwarded to him. Uh, if you have a suggestion for a beer style or a specific beer you'd like me to cover on the show or a guest you'd like me to try and have on, please leave those comments in, in the uh, in, in in the aptly named comment section down below. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, until next time, I'm Rob from the internet. Cheers. <laughs>